0: So today I'm going to be talking about, it's really like uh, something that's been on my heart is talking about revelation, not revelations, the book, but actually getting something new from God and actually hungering for something new from God. And I've been trying to figure out how to approach this and just trying to figure out how am I going to be talking about revelation? How am I going to be like, what is revelation first of all? And the verse that's been, like, coming on to my, like, heart over and over again is taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, I'm like, oh. You know, it's like we have a, a song that we sing, taste and see <laughs> that the Lord is good. You know, <laughs> And it's, it's a very simple song, but there's so much impact and so much heaviness to that. Sometimes, like, I forget, like, uh, I forget like of just even on the simple songs how much like oomph there is to it you know there's like the one from uh, Isaiah uh, to worship you I live to live I worship you and then the chorus is ooze you know but there's like there is actually so much depth to that where to worship you I live like my life is to worship you my life is that this is what I'm bringing to you God my whole life everything that I am is like worship to you. Like, come on. And you know what? I live in that, and I live to do that. You know, like, so it's like, it's not just something super, very simple, but there is actually a lot of impact behind it. So, taste and see that the Lord is good. So let's have a taste. So let's hunger for something more. Let's hunger to see something more. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'm going to, I don't have a whole lot of energy tonight, uh, Tonight, this, after, this afternoon, this morning. You could tell where my head's at. Um, so let's, I need, I need some energy from you guys. Come on, yeah. Man, we just had Christmas, New Year's. It's going to be a great year, you know. It's been a great year. It's going to be a great year. We, there's like, we should be all smiling. That's awesome. So Revelation, what is getting a new Revelation? Revelation is something new that's God's showing you. It's a new side of a certain thing that you've probably seen a whole lot. You know, like, we sing a lot of the same songs, yes, but, like, you're asking God, show me something new in this. Show me something new. Like, the angels are singing, holy, holy, holy is the lamb, get freaking blasted, fall on their faces, get up. Holy, holy, holy is the lamb, Boom. You know, it's like they're getting something new, a new revelation of who God is. You know, like, how amazing is that? Like, they're sitting there in the throne room, worshiping God. They get to see God, and they're saying, like, worthy is the lamb. They fall on their face, and they get a new revelation of who God is. Like, come on. So we're asking God just to show us a new dimension of who he is. That's what a new revelation is. It's just showing, you know, like this is who this is who God is. Oh no, you know what? this is who God is. Oh, this like taking us glory to, from glory to glory to glory. And you know what? this is the same thing with God's love. God's love is so complex yet so simple. It's, it brings us so much stuff, yet it's just something that we need. It's like the basics of who we are, and that's the basic revelation of knowing god's love i was reading up on um, like a few like big guys in the faith recently like i was reading a lot a lot up, uh, about john arnold he was here like about a, a month ago or so and just the reckless abandonment this guy has just blows me away some of the stuff that like him and him and carol like they spent i don't know how long just worshiping every day every day, every morning they just gave their, God their mornings. And you know what stuff was happening but yet they still did that. They still didn't le- like lose sight of God's love and who God was. And that's what's just amazing. like he's like it's been 25 years, but they've been in this for a lot longer and it's just like they haven't lost the like their first love and just the the awe and excitement behind it they're like oh man isn't isn't this great like and you're like you've seen you've seen it all but yet they're still seeing new revelation they're still getting new revelation they're still hungering for more they're still hungering for something even more i'm like how mo- how much more <laughs> can you get like no no we want more how much more and that's what's just absolutely Amazing for me, like I just see that and I just I lack that. I lack that reckless abandonment where I just want to see more and want to see more. And this is what's like amazing. Like in Matthew 6 it it's seek first the kingdom of God and everything will be given unto you. I love the message because it says, give your entire give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Give your attention. To what God is doing presently in our lives, in the world, in everything that's going around going on around us be present in that and enjoy what God is doing. We need to have this reckless abandonment I'm talking to my, I'm preaching to myself today because a lot of the stuff here I'm like, yeah this is so good for me you know? <laughs> so I'm just letting you guys know like I'm preaching to myself today too and this like reckless abandonment for me is just like like, I want more, God. Like, I want more. I want to be in that place where I'm seeking your kingdom first. I'm not watching TV about something because uh, I just want to, like, click off or something like that. I want to seek your kingdom first. I want to have your have Your attention and give my attention to what you're doing right now. And this is something for me personally that I'm, like, I'm struggling with because there's so many distractions in our lives, you know? But this is something that I actually have to be there. And one of the coolest things is that it's not like in that verse, seek first the kingdom of God. And it's like it talks about everything that like in the previous verses, it talks about like just a lot of stuff that we're worrying about and stuff. But it's saying that just start looking for the kingdom. It's not saying find the kingdom and everything is going to be given to you. Start looking for it. Start giving your attention to God. And don't worry about anything else. Like, come on. Come on, God. We want more of you. We just want to start looking for your kingdom, God. We just want to start looking for your love, Father. Whoa. Come on. Cool. So, new revelation. <laughs> we, we hunger for more. I hunger for more. Do you hunger for more? Come on. So... A revelation is also an uncovering, something, a new mystery that God's revealing to you. When the veil was torn, there was that accessibility of going into heaven. We didn't have to go through, like, a bunch of, like, intermediaries. We just, we had straight shot to God. Like, how amazing is that? Straight shot. Instead of going, like, oh, like, going to a prophet, oh, what did God say to me? Hey, God, what do you want to say to me? Like, that is amazing. That is amazing. That's something that the Old Testament prophets didn't have. That's something that even like John the Baptist didn't have. We had th- we have that connection, that heart-to-heart where God can show us new things. He could show us just new revelations, show us oh, just so much stuff and just pour out his love on us. And we can live in that relationship where we give our entire attention to God, what's going on right now, and not worry about a single thing. So father just pour it out god. Yeah, pour out your spirit god. <laughs> yeah. So God gives us a new revelation. So we want new eyes to see more. Right? We want more eye uh, we want more eyes. <laughs> we want eyes to see more. Super like uh well, I got four eyes so you know, I got more. <laughs> One thing that I really want to encourage you, though, is that when we do, when God shows us new things, is not to base all of our, um, like, theology all around that one central event, you know? Because God's always changing. He's, like, not changing, but he's always showing us new things. He's always showing up, pouring out new stuff. There's, like, stuff that we've seen now that is, like, has never been seen before, you know? So it's like there's always new things and this is where we have to keep pursuing God we have to keep it's not it's not just the one thing okay man I've made it I got the more yeah but more means that there's more and then I'm in this more now oh there's more there cool oh yes I got more but you know what there's more and you know what there's more we have to keep pursuing that and that should not be just something that happens once it should be a lifestyle where we give God our attention where we hunger where we taste the revelation we taste the presence of God you know it's it's like i i um i like i, I make it similar to like have you guys been to the carnival restaurant down on waterfront okay so this is a really cool place. It's a Brazilian barbecue where they all you can eat meat and sides and stuff, which is <laughs> thank you Jesus. All right, so this is it's really cool. They have a really good thing. They they block you for 2 hours so you can't stay there for 4. And then you have to eat as much as you can in 2 hours. But they're really good. They have very good sides. They have, like, good like risotto. They got good potatoes. They got a lot, of, a lot of carb stuff just to fill you so you don't eat as much meat. That's, that's smart. <laughs> then they fill your drugs of water a lot, so, you know, you fill up. But the reason that we're there is not because of the sides. It's because of all the different meats. You're getting where I'm going with this, right? You're picking up where I'm laying down. So this is, where, this is, what, this is what it is. I don't want to focus on the sides. I don't want to focus on just like, oh, coming to church. You know, I don't want to focus on, oh, no, building relationships. Oh, that's super good. But I want to focus on giving my attention to God. And everything around us is going to change. Everything around us is going to be affected by that. I guarantee you, I promise you, test me out on that. Like, you know what? I will give you 100 bucks if that doesn't work. (laughs) Boom. It's on video. It's on the internet, you know? Start giving your attention to God. Start really focusing and drawing into new revelation, stepping into the more. And I guarantee you, everything around you is just gonna start. It's gonna, like, it has to spill out somewhere. So let's stop focusing on the sides. Focusing, oh, do I have enough money for this? You know what? God has big pockets, you know? Like, man, it is amazing. Let's focus on the meat. Focus on the reason why we're there. Yeah. So we wanna see. This is the this we wanna hunger. We wanna see. And you know what's like you know what's amazing? When you start tasting it, you want more. You see all this stuff going around you and then you want more. When you see, you wanna taste, and when you taste, you wanna see. It's a continual thing, you know? One, one of the things is like, um, I, I, had, I did a research th- uh, paper on, this was quite a long time ago, on um, John Calvin. Uh, we had, there was one of our, my teachers in Bible college that was actually like really all about that stuff. And um, I did a research saying like, like about his life, what was going on. And he he wrote a book. Uh, st- it's like when he started, he was like 20 something, whatever. And um, he started a book. It started with six chapters. By the end of his life, he was still adding on to it. It ended up being over 80 chapters of the book about Christ. You know, so it's just a, an idea for me. I was like, I always took that. I'm like, man, that's just amazing. He thought he had everything written down in this first six chapters. And as life came along, he's like, oh, no, you know what? There's something more. You know, there's something more. So a small book came into, like, a huge multiple volumes that he was still editing until his death. You know, so it's not something that, for me, that just... Like, completely, like, that wrecked me in a sense where I'm like, wow, there's always something more that God wants to show us, that God wants to teach us, that God wants to open up our eyes to, that God wants our spirit to touch, that God wants to pour into into us so that we can pour into other people. There's so much more around us than we actually think And that what we can actually achieve because we're just focusing on the small little things around us and not focusing on giving God our attention and just, boom, walking into that. Walking into the love and just pouring out from us. Just like everything that God has in us to other people around us. Amen. Yes, good stuff, you know? One thing is that... When we hunger and we eat with God, we never get full. There's never too much. There's never too much in a place where we, like, we can't handle it anymore. And it's like, you know when, uh, like, when you're walking around the house and you're trying to find something to eat? You're like, oh man, you just start nibbling on a bunch of stuff. And it's not filling you correctly until you get a really good meal. And you feel like, you know, God's just that really good meal. I'm, I know I'm talking about food. I was writing this and I was pretty hungry when I was writing this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. But, you know, like, it's, it's true. Like, And there's so much in that where when we hunger and when we taste, we actually get to see into it. And then we want more. So we want to taste more, and we just take some more in. And then we see stuff happening through us, and then we taste more. And then we see even more happening through us. And you know what? We want more because it's actually impacting more people around us than we actually thought. And then we want more. And then we want more. And it's something where it's not the, the um, what, what do you say? It's not the, uh, the effects that are making you want more of God. It's just that his presence is so addicting, his presence and his love is just like you—you need it, you absolutely need it. When I'm worshiping God, I just love it. You know, it's I'm, I'm in that zone where I'm like, yeah, I'll just just lock in, and there's just something so addicting about it. Like I want to do it. I I love I love playing drums for worship. That that is like that's it for me you know like I I absolutely do love it and it's something addicting where I'm like you know what I I really want to play drums for you God I really want to play drums and just enter into your presence with that for me that's like it's the only instrument I think that I can use all my body and like my whole body sweats and just it's it's one of the the only instruments you could probably like lose you can lose a lot of poundage with that you know but for me it's because for me it's so, so important because I am giving everything of my physical body when I'm when I'm playing drums that it is for me my worship it's like I'm dancing to like yeah it is being uh, <laughs> I'm dancing to my own beat and, yeah <clears throat> so there's never too much of God there's never too much of his love and there's never too much of his presence and when a church, like when a group of us go out right and seek love, it changes everything. And that's our goal. If it's our goal just to go out and seek love and seek God and seek his presence and just go into it and give our attention to him, it will change everything. It'll change a nation. I guarantee that. There's nothing else to happen, you know. People are going to get attracted to you they're going to be wondering like what's up with you? Why are you so happy all the time? Why are you so loving? Why are you so patient? Why are you so sweet? Well, let me tell you. It's God. <laughs> you know, there's 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 no ifs ands or buts about it. Yeah. Cool. Well, the other thing is that we need to prepare our hearts and also keep them open. This is where, where it gets, especially like a lot of, like there's been a lot of prophecies and stuff like that of stuff going to be happening in the like in 2019 and stuff like that. A lot of things are going to be breaking out. And I feel like uh, Trevin Mella, we were talking about this last week and we've been really feeling a lot of like just excitement and just we're on the cusp of something. And it's going to be, I'm super pumped about it and I know that, like, something is going to happen. You know, there's going to be a breakout of his presence. There's going to be, like, you know, they're talking about billion soul harvests and stuff like that, and I, I completely agree with that. And it's just, like, I'm super pumped about it. And I think that one of the biggest things that we have to prepare ourselves to to be okay with what God's going to be doing, <laughs> you know? Because, you know, like, and just keep our, our, our hearts free of offense and stuff like that. Cause you know, like God's gonna do stuff that we haven't seen before, right? And are we okay with that? <laughs> you know, we're gonna be like, like, uh, like, you know, like, is can God really actually do that? You know, can yeah, like, why not? You know, he like imagine being. Um, I always love putting myself in a frame of reference of mine when when I'm listening to music. Like, imagine the f- like you're in this f- like uh, early sixties and you pop in the Beatles album for the first time. Just think, like, we've heard all these music, like, we grew, we grew up with a bunch of music, but hearing the Beatles for the first time in the 60s, no wonder people thought, like, oh, man, like, we can't get our kids to listen to this. This is, like, crazy, you know? And then you you hear all these, like, the, the rock bands and stuff like that coming out, and you're, like, Poof. like, for me, I always try to picture myself like I haven't heard anything before and just listening to that. And I'm like, man, people must have just lost it when they hear, like, just distortion on a guitar for the first time. Man, like, for me as a musician, I'm like, this. that must have been so groundbreaking. Hearing, like, Jimi Hendrix do a, like, crazy guitar solo when you, like... Come on, that's that must have been insane. But now, like, we're so used to it, like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not heavy, you know. But for them, that was the only heaviest thing ever. But I'm always trying to, like, think of that. Like, when Jesus was talking about, like, he had a huge room, a room filled with people talking about, you will eat of my flesh and drink my blood. He was left with the 12 guys that he started out with. <laughs> And even then, they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about, but, like, we're here, you know, where else are we going to go? But that's the thing, is, like, we have to be ready for that, in a sense that, like, God can do stuff that'll, like, we have to have no grid for that, and that's when we actually, when we're giving our attention to God, stuff around us that's going on doesn't really matter, because we trust God is, God's hand is on it. And, like, I I remember, like, we've like we were at the like in ninety four when we w- we went to Toronto for the first time, I was eleven years old, and like seeing people on f- like like on their hands and knees and barking and growling and stuff, I was like, all right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, sure, like I didn't know what was going on like how if I don't know what's going on, God must know what's going on like that that was just like the uh, the idea I'm like. Who cares if there's something going on with that person and they're getting like healed and stuff like that. I was a bit skeptical like even at 11 years old I was a bit like skeptical but then I saw a guy there's a bunch of people laid out and he had his eyes closed and was dancing around a lot of people and he was just like missing their heads with his eyes closed while dancing so I'm like you know what there's got to be something real about this. This guy's not killing anybody there has to be something real. You know, and that that phrase, "Okay, God can't, that can't happen. You know, Jesus walked on water. How do you explain that? God can't do that? Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. And, you know, it's just to be able to have that open heart and saying, you know what, God, do whatever you want. We're ready for anything. Shake this nation, shake this city, shake our hearts Shake the very foundations that we've built all of our crap on. You know, like, just make it happen. You know, God, because we're willing, we're wanting something new. We're hungering for something new. We're hungering for more. Give us new revelation of who you are. And this is where, like, I know Trev's been talking about this and, and... like, it's, it's amazing that my parents are here. But, like, just the RTF era, area is so important. Or, like, restoring the foundation of getting your heart healed and getting ready for what's happening. You know, it's like I was just thinking about that. I, I was, I was um, had a lot of NyQuil, and I was looking at the ceiling, and I'm like, oh, man, this is like, RTF is like car maintenance. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I have a, a Toyota Corolla that's up to 425,000 kilometers on it, has no leaks. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm very, um, very on top of changing the oil and stuff like that, but I always get it checked. I know that, it, the, that it's gonna, there's stuff that's going to wear out, and I know that I might get a leak soon. I'm not speaking that over the car, but I'm just saying you never know. But I'm not going to, now that I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no leaks, I'm not, it's not like I'm never going to get it checked out. It's not like I'm never going to change the oil. Oh, 425, like oh, this, I can change my oil every 20,000 kilometers now. No, that's not going to happen. It's, that's what it's important to really invest in that and just getting our hearts healed, getting our hearts open, get our hearts prepped for God, what God is going to do. We're not in our glorified bodies yet, so we're always, like, we always need some checkups, you know? So I've been really, like, um, thinking about, like, uh, a uh, prophecy that was said back in 94. And I've been, like, replaying it over and over. I found a, finally found something about, um, like, a written copy of it. It was David Ruiz was talking about, at, in 1994, about... Stuff that will be happening. I I want to read it to you today, but one thing I just really want to like I'm. Yeah, I really want to like really want to read it to you today. <clears throat> so he's leading worship and in the middle of worship. He starts like going like this like hard, and then he just can't. He's he's trying to control it, and then it's still going. And then he starts speaking and says, "I am here. I am here. I am here." Am I not he who sits in the heavens and laughs at the plans of men? I thought that was funny. That's, that's for you, Elmer. <laughs> has it not already been established from the time of old that my king would be established on his holy mountain? I say to you, you thought my movement has begun. I tell you, it has yet to begin. You have seen nothing. You have seen nothing. You have seen nothing yet. This is just a preparation. You you thought the seed is going out amongst the nations of the earth, and I tell you, that hasn't even begun. I'm just growing up a plant. My rains are coming to grow up a plant that will grow and grow and grow and then come to a place of seed. You felt wind. It has been nothing. My wind shames the greatest hurricanes. My wind shames the greatest tornadoes. My wind and rain wreak greater, greater, greater havoc and destruction on the realm of the enemy than any natural thing you have seen, and my wind will blow on this plant, and the seeds will go forth to the nations of the earth and bring forth the greatest harvest written on page or oral uh, written page or oral tongue has ever declared in the nations. We have seen nothing yet. Like, come on, that you know what I like. People of like I take this for today. You know, we've seen nothing yet. We have seen nothing yet. Oh baby, we haven't seen nothing yet. No. Anyways, but you know, like that for me, I'm like, I'm so encouraged. Like I'm super pumped about this because like, man, like if that's where we're at now, boom, I can't God just pour it out more. Pour it out more. In Psalm 107.9, it says, God satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. So we need to open our hearts and our mouths. Just say, God, come and feed us. Come and pour out your spirit. And come and pour out just your love, and your grace, your mercy, just everything that you have on us.